Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. If you're ready to take control of your destiny, build wealth, and live life on your own terms, this is the place for you. Each week, Nat and I will talk about business, franchising, and personal growth to help make you more successful. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Pete. Woo, I'm pumped up today. No surprise there. Oh, yeah. Well, first... First, the first thing I'm pumped up about is that I make a difference in the world, right? I got these suicidal baby rabbits that are trying to commit suicide right outside my office. And I mean, they keep jumping into this hole that's four feet deep, my window well. And we have to, I keep getting them, we keep getting them out. I'm like, I am making the world a better safe, saving one bunny at a time. So that's what I'm pumped up about. But second is today, we got some very special guests. And I am so excited. I was Sherry Siebert and uh, Shay uh, uh, Kleinschmidt. I did it. I did it right from FranFun. And they are very influential women in franchising. And we're so lucky to have them. So welcome, Sherry and Shay. Good afternoon or good morning, Pete. We're very happy to be here as well. Whatever it is, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys for taking time out of your very busy schedule. And as I'm trying to save one rabbit at a time, I know you're trying to help businesses or helping people go into business around funding. So Sherry, you're the president of FranFund. And and when did you guys found FranFund? Well, I'll I'll tell the story, but that last sentence you said just is inspirational because what we're really doing is just trying to help aspiring entrepreneurs realize their dream of business ownership. That's yeah. kind of the bottom line. Yeah. And on that note, Friend Fund was founded on a unique concept, which was to put multiple funding solutions under one roof. And that was back in 2006, seven type timeframe. And it, if you do the math, you'll realize that shortly thereafter the financial crisis happened, uh, but that was okay. But yeah. we, prior to that, uh, for an individual seeking funding for a business or a franchise, they would go into their local bank, assuming that a small business loan was just a no-brainer type of activity, and they would very often be disappointed. If there were other funding solutions, they usually didn't know about them. So yeah. the, the genesis of Fran Fund was really, let's put SBA lending, you know, rollover for business startup equipment leasing, fleet funding, you know, commercial loans, all under one roof so that when a candidate comes to us, they have a full conversation about what all the possibilities are. Boy, and what a great thing you do for aspiring business owners, right? Is you've created a place where they have a complete comprehensive opportunity to fund their business or a combination of ways in which to fund their business. So that's cool. So you guys have been around for a long time. You're an industry leader. And Sherry, I know you've been recognized as one of the top females in franchising, uh, which is very, very cool. But I, I got to get a little more personal with you. Okay. I, I know that you're a TCU fan and you know, my wife is a TCU alum. So, so we, we got a little bit of connection here. I have to to watch (laughs) those frogs. Right. But I'm amazed. How, how big a school is TCU? Uh, Fully loaded. (laughs) That is with uh, undergrads and grads. 
it's still around 10,000 students. Now I'm thinking 10,000 students. That's not a lot for the level of sports that your teams, whether it's basketball or football in the championship, you know, it, I, I'm amazed the, the level of sports you guys have for the size of school you're at. It is very exciting. And I'll tell you what the pivot point was for that. In 2010, the frog football team made it to the Rose Bowl. And that got us national attention. And it was just a story that people fell in love with. We have a lot of Californians uh, here in Fort Worth, Texas. And I think they're not going to leave. I think they actually <laughs> like it here. But uh, not only do, do I love football, um, really being from North Carolina and I didn't go to TCU, right? I went to uh, University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Um, we're used to basketball as being the number one season. So I'm in hog heaven right here with March yeah. Madness, except all of my teams are yeah. gone. Everybody's brackets blown away, yeah. right? But, I mean, uh, so. so TCU basketball, baseball, and football have excelled. And then some lesser known sports, such as the rifle team, which, by the way, is made up of all women. Uh, Holy cow. I don't want to get them pissed off. Yeah, They won the NCAA uh, championship this year. Holy cow. The tennis team's in the top. The um, volleyball team is in the top. I mean, it's just an exciting place to be right now. Ah, that's great. And and I love Fort Worth. I mean, that's that's also just a great city. We were just there uh, in January, so very good. And my, by the way, my wife went to the Rose Bowl in 2010. So what a great game. Yeah, yeah, just that's all good. So, uh, perfect. All right, so I want to talk a little bit today. I, I'm I'm kind of upset, and I'm upset with the news. I I hate the news because their job is to get us to tune in, and it's all negative. You don't hear good stories and stuff like that. And so I I want to kind of start at a very high level because there's a lot of people watching news and they go, the banking system is failing right? Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, both failed this year. And and they're all reading the news and it's the highlights, you know, everything is, the world is, you know, basically blowing up. So talk to me a little bit about the banking atmosphere right now, because you're working with these banks all the time. So tell me kind of high level what you're seeing. I'm going to start this and then I'm going to turn some of this more detail over to Shay. But I have to point out that The news and reality are hardly connected. Uh, Right now, the franchise industry is seeing a growth rate that is uh, explosive. And we are experiencing that here at FranFund. What we're seeing is executives, mid-level managers, millennials that are saying, we don't want to work for the man or the woman, I guess, uh, anymore. We want to be in charge of our future we want to control our destiny let me explore business ownership and so it's so exciting for us and those people you're the the people that are aspiring business owners you know they uh, are able to accept the explanation of these these these, um expanded negativity views uh versus reality and so we love that okay so we know that franchising is booming i mean there's more people investing in franchise than we, you know, ever before, right? It's, it's explosive growth. And, and uh, there's probably explosive growth for you because you're helping these people fund or capitalize their businesses. So I got that. Now, when we talk about the, the news and all this kind of stuff in these banks, 
Shay, you are the you know VP of lending at Fran Fund. And so with these banks failing and stuff like that, you, your job is to help people get SBA loans, to get loans. What are you seeing in regards to the lending environment today? Yeah, so I keep a really good track and communication with the top SBA lenders in the nation. And right now, SBA is also booming right along with the franchise industry. Um, SBA actually just released some data based on the fiscal year so far for 2023, and they have approved $10.4 billion so far in SBA loans, which is the highest amount of loans that have been funded since 2018. So wow. not only are we back to pre-pandemic levels, but we are even beyond that doing way better. Um, lenders are not changing their appetites. They're not shutting their doors to new applications. In fact, it's quite the opposite. And that's what makes SBA so great, right? You have that kind of insurance policy from the government. So it just further incentivizes them to keep lending. So we're not noticing any negative changes there. Holy cow. Well, and I got to quit watching the news because that's a totally different story, <laughs> right? So, right? So the idea is, is that, you know, franchising is booming, uh, funding of businesses is continuing on, the appetite, they're, they're you know, basically buying these loans uh, or taking these loans. So that's great news uh, from a standpoint. Now, I think from your standpoint, you guys get the opportunity to really kind of dig in and help people uh, with the SBA process or, or other types of loans. What makes you guys different? How do you separate yourself from maybe some of the other companies that play in the same space? So, you know, we really pride ourselves on taking a very deep dive into the potential franchisee or business owner's financials, their business plan. So we work on not only a short-term funding strategy to get them the first unit open or territory, but also a long-term. So we want to make sure if they're doing three, five units, they have a plan set up to get all of those open. And then beyond so, that, we're yeah. best known in the lender world for our comprehensive loan packages. So okay. we give them everything needed for an approval. So what I heard you say is that number one, you, it's a long-term relationship for you. It's not a transaction from that standpoint. And number two is that you've developed a reputation of, of doing it kind of the right way and the best way from standpoint. Well, that's, that's awesome. Now you guys uh, do the SBA. Sherry, I know that another common form that people utilize to fund their business is using their retirement dollars. So from that standpoint, you're seeing a lot of activity, people leveraging their retirement dollars to fund businesses? So a lot of people did very well in their retirement um, accounts over the last couple of years. And so they have money sitting there and potentially it allows them to combine the rollover funds um, with an SBA loan for the equity injection piece and possibly uh, achieve, uh, you know, buy a, a business with a little bit higher total project costs than maybe they thought they could. And that's one of the things that we're able to share um, with candidates when we're helping them review their options. And, and that's what we really do. We, you know, we're not a fiduciary. So <clears throat> we're analyzing their financial situation. We are letting them know what's possible or in some cases not possible, right? Because that's why there's things like, you know, home equity loans and fleet funds yeah. and whatever. 
Yeah. So the idea is that I, through the ROPS, the rollover program, I can take my retirement dollars instead of investing in stocks and bonds, I can invest in my business in a tax compliant way. And what I heard you say is that sometimes you can take this frozen capital, the retirement, you can't get to those dollars until you're 67 or whatever the age is. And you can use that right now to help fund your business. And you can use that in combination or use some of those funds to be the down payment on an SBA loan. So the idea is that you guys help people figure out the puzzle of how the different combinations of funding your business. Did I get that right? You got that exactly right. And I'll just point out that when you do access your retirement funds, very simple example, if you've got $100,000 in your qualified retirement account, you may use all $100,000 of that using the rollover for business startup process. If you were to decide to take a distribution, uh, you would pay ordinary income tax rates. Plus, if you're under 59 and a half, you would pay a 10% penalty. So let's just assume a, a tax rate of 30% plus 10%, 100,000 turns into 60,000. If you take a distribution, it stays at 100,000 if you do the rollover process. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think that's great. Okay, so I understand you guys provide all these services. And Shay, uh, you know, people always come and say to me, Pete, you know, I'm going to go to my local bank, got a relationship with my local banker, right? And then I'm going to do my SBA loan there. And what I believe is, is that maybe it's a little bit easier for you guys, uh, for them to use you, Fran Fund, because you guys know, one, the franchise system, you don't have to basically tell the bank what the business is because you guys know these business models. But more importantly, you a lot of times know the institutions, the banks that are buying the paper for that specific franchise concept. So is that is that correct? Yes, correct. So a good thing about using a funding partner like FranFund instead of going to a local lender is that one, um, you have about a 32% chance of being approved by a local bank because most borrowers just don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to appropriately put together cash flow projections. And once a bank sees cash flow projections that don't fit their parameters, they can't give them hints on how to fix it. It's just declined. So we know all the ins and outs of what lenders are looking for right now. And we give really just great feedback and guidance on how to make that loan package perfect to meet those needs. So if what I heard you say is that you take extra time and you understand what the banks are looking for. So you help them have a better chance of getting the loans approved. Right. Get that right? Yeah. We have a 99% success rate with loans that we have done a pre-approval for. Our pre-approval is not a rubber stamp. Holy cow, 99%. That's like awesome. Wow. You gotta get that one, you gotta get that one more percent. You realize that, right? Uh, Well, you wanna guess guess what the problem with the 1% is? uh, Perhaps left something out. Ah, all right, all right. So it's not on you guys. Okay, I got it. Not us. All right. Very good. All right. So you're just a great source for people that are looking to become entrepreneurs to fund their businesses, right? So now we're going to take a step back a little bit. So if I am a person that wants to become a business owner, what characteristics do you think a business owner should have? So if I'm going to business, what what characteristics should I have? First of all, I think tenacity is a good one. Um, Just set your purpose and follow the breadcrumbs to achieve that that purpose or that goal. Um, so you got to have that. You got to be. You you've got to have good character. And character is not just oh Pete, you're a likable guy. It's credit uh, is wrapped up into character. 
So if you have not demonstrated um, good behavior with previous loans, uh, that will not go well for you. And so um, the, the want to, that's the number one thing that I like to see from people. They are determined, they're, they're gonna walk through walls to get their goals done. Um, they need to be, they don't necessarily all need to be detail oriented. There's businesses that sort of fit every kind of personality. Are you a front of the counter person? You're a back of the counter, you know, are you, what are you in the dark mushroom room or whatever? Um, I just think that knowing what you're ultimately trying to achieve is one of the best characteristics of the business owner. Cause I think, okay, so, yeah. so what I heard you say is that number one, you got to have a vision where you're going, what you want to accomplish. Number two is that you got to work your butt off. You got to have tenacity. And number three is you've got to demonstrate that and, and ha live a life of good character. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And how about you, Shay? What, what thoughts do you have on that? I would say it's going beyond like obviously understanding your business model, like having the trust and the understanding in it to be successful, knowing all the ins and outs. Um, and then also even just because we're a funding company, I'm not saying this, but definitely if you need some kind of financing, having funding in place in the preliminary stages so you don't end up going too far down into the process. And now you're like, okay, well, I need money. And where am I going to get that? So I okay, think so from all scopes, having a plan. Yeah, got it. So you got one, I think I heard you say you always got to be a student of business, right? You always have to be learning and, and adapting and stuff like that. And, and number two is that you got to go out there and kind of um, make sure that you got the capital because being a good business owner is you got to make sure you're capitalized right. And somebody once told me that when you uh, want money, uh, you can't get it. When you don't need money, it's easy to get, right? So we want to always make sure that we have a, a plan. And, and you guys help at Fran Fund people put together plans to fund their business or capitalize them the right way. Absolutely. Okay. All right, great. Let's, let's go to, um, I always like to kind of pick people's brains. So what would be, uh, we'll start with you, Sherry. What is the best advice somebody's ever given you? Well, I could answer that in so many ways because I've been given lots of uh, polishing points <laughs> in my <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to say two things, even though you said one. One of them is um, you're not better than anybody and nobody's better than you. Meaning, and then that was very helpful for a female of a certain age uh, growing up more in a male-dominated world, which has changed significantly now. But knowing sure. that there were no, you know, no barriers around what I could do with my future. That's, a, yeah. that's an important point. The second one is, and I, I mentioned this before, but it's a really important one. Your credit is your reputation. You can takes a long time to build it, takes a short time to lose it. So don't have high credit card debt. Don't, you know, ignore, don't make your house payment a week late every month. Don't, you know, just things like that. You can protect your reputation with your credit score. Okay. That's great. How about you, Shay? Well, start with my dad, you know, always as a woman, um, would advise that I do not rely on a man for success, but I'll turn that around and say, for anyone, don't rely on someone else for your own success or happiness. So part of makes, what makes me passionate about what I do is I get to help people take control of their own destiny and their own success with business ownership. God, that's great. That's awesome advice. All right. Excellent. Um, you guys have a favorite book. We'll start with you, uh, Sherry. Any favorite book that you uh, that you would recommend to people? Um, if, if it's business, my business and my personal are two different things. Um, 
for, for personal, I am a, a voracious reader and a lover, lover of uh, historical fiction. So, you know, I, from, from that standpoint, I go down, you know, East of Eden, John Steinbeck, or more current, like a Ken Follett, The Pillars of the Earth, or something like that. From, yeah. from business, um, I love Simon Sinek, the, um, you know, why. Yeah. Why, 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 why? Um, yeah. I, I think that is just a brilliant and very simple strategy that um, to live by. Oh, I think that's a great book. Thank you for that. All right. How about you, Shay? Favorite book? Mine's a little cheesy, but The Five Love Languages has just really, you know, helped me with just people, clients, just understanding like what makes them tick, as well <laughs> as my own personal relationships. I've read yeah. it multiple times and I just find it super insightful. Yeah, my wife keeps making me read it over and over again. I'm a slow <laughs> learner, so, uh, but I'll figure it out one of these days, right? So uh, that's very good. Um, any thought leaders that you guys follow? Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Sherry. Well, in addition to Simon, I like Patrick Lencioni. Uh, I think that he's got a, a great set of business books and principles that are easy to follow. Those are easy to read because I, I'm not going to sit here and say I love reading business books, but I I do read most of, I mean, I read a lot of them. And over the years, I've read many. And most of them, not all of them, but most, some of them are just same stuff, different day, you know, yeah, just yeah. regurgitated in a different way. And I find that Patrick has some principles that you can really glom onto and execute in your own life. Excellent. All right, perfect. And how about you, Shay? I second that. And we have read a lot of those within our leadership group and have brought them to the table to discuss and even implement a lot of those strategies and ideologies into our company. All right. Well, that's excellent. Well, guys, thank you for, uh, I guess, telling us that the world isn't doomed, uh, that there is actually uh, a world out there where uh, banks are out there facilitating loans and people can follow their dreams, take control of their destiny by becoming business owners. And Fran Fund is a great place for them to go to figure out their funding plans. And whether you're using retirement dollars, using SBA loans or a combination bottom line is that you guys are there. So thank you guys so much for everything you shared with us today. Thank you so much, Pete. And we enjoy working with you uh, and your candidates. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.